welcome to episode 47 of the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV. Uh, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the week. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to drop us an email, you can do so through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Hey, Ollie. Hey, Clark. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm alright. It's just, uh, so today I'm back at my parents' house, uh, so I'm actually not using my home computer. I'm actually using um, my, one of my old laptops that I used to have, and I've managed to jerry-rig a setup out of, like, basically stealing one of my brother's recording microphones and a headset, an old headset from my sister. So, do you, like, like, do you remember that old picture where um, the, the kid's, like, hanging from the roof with the duct tape and he's playing on a lamp party? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's what I imagine right now. That's how you're sitting. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it's actually been yeah. a it's actually been a fucking nightmare. Um, but like, <laughs> I managed to get everything together. But the one thing I remembered, holy hell, like, do you remember what it was like to use computers that didn't have SSDs in them? Yes, I'm like, still holy, using one. <laughs> oh my god, man, I don't understand how like the amount of patience. Like, do you remember when you used to turn on your computer and you're like. Well, I guess I got time to go make a cup of tea before I see the start menu, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yes. Like, okay, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like I, I did forget, like, I thought we've fixed loading screens with this generation of consoles, and now when you have to go back and like, have games with loading screens, it's like, oh, I guess I'll look at my phone then or something. I don't know what to do here. Exactly, right? It's yeah. just like, it's crazy to think about, but, you know, I used to have the patience. We used to have the patience of, like, God. A saint. Yeah, the saints and... back in the day, you know? It's like, Oh, you know, I'll go turn on my computer, be five minutes, I'll just go get, you know, a glass of Coke from downstairs, walk upstairs, you know, think about it. chore time. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, oh, you know, I'll just load up a good old game of Unreal Tournament 2004, and that'll take, like, another five minutes. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Man. But, but, speaking of things that are going to take a long time, the agenda this week is pretty packed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we've had a very active week specifically looking at, uh, well, oh, let's go for the agenda. So we'll start off with what we've been playing and watching, which is how we always start. And then we've got the big one, which is the PlayStation Showcase, which took place on Thursday last week. Uh, Also, there was the New World Open Beta, which is Amazon's latest MMO. Uh, Fortnite did their Season 8 start uh, last night, uh, which is called Fortnite Cubed. Uh, And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the Epic Lawsuit finale, because that's all finished up now. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a trailer for Matrix Resurrections, which is Matrix 4. Mm. Uh, there's been a trailer for the new boys season, which is called uh, Vort Plus, which is a trailer all about... Well, we'll get to that, I guess. Uh, and then there's the Switch, which has had a price drop last night in Europe. A permanent price drop. So we can talk about that as well. Very nice. Um, so yeah, that, that's this week. Um, Ollie, what have you been playing? Watching? Doing? Experiencing? Uh, so I have been playing basically the same set of games as I've always been playing. Um... I did have an opportunity to play something new, though. Again, I'm unprepared and didn't. Uh, I've forgotten, but it'll come back to me. But um, what I have been watching is I've been binge watching The Handmaid's Tale, um, which I'm. So currently... people are getting back into that. Yeah, I think because the new season might be starting soon or something along those lines. But anyway, I've been watching that, um, and I'm on season two right now. Uh, what a horribly depressing show, but I love it. Uh, it's, it's really dark, isn't it? It's really dark uh, and really, <laughs> really depressing. But um, I'm very much into my dystopian futures. So uh, yeah, it's been really good to watch, um, and it's been quite entertaining. Also, I realised that I'm super into just like really long camera shots of just people's faces and then not saying anything, just seeing them react to things. Um, that is like my f- my jam, apparently, because uh, I think it's really cool. Um, 
And oh, I went to see Free Guy uh, in 4DX. Like yeah, it was good fun. I think I feel like I have a special appreciation for it for being like one, someone who plays video games, and two, someone who also works in the games industry. Um, but also, yeah, it's like a little wink to us, isn't it? Like a little, yeah. hey, we see you. Like, we see you there. Yeah, I also had some surprisingly good takes for like what would have been like a really dumb movie, like a comedy film. Some pretty good takes, uh, some pretty good jabs. Uh, Jodie Comer in it is very good. Um, yeah, fantastic. Bit annoying, but good. Yeah. I found her a little bit annoying. I see what you meant about the Taiki, uh, Taiko Wakiki. I can't pronounce his name. Ta- Taiko Wakiki. That's the one. Taiko Wakiki's um, character. Uh, and yeah, I Not think. Well, place, isn't it? Like, it's. it's. I just. He was just annoying. Yeah, I mean, he did a good job of being annoying, but I think that yeah. if that was the goal of the character, fantastic job. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it was a good film. Also, 4DX was um, weird. But uh, it was, I mean, weird it was for fun. That movie. I had, I mean, I just had a massive grin on my face the entire time, just being like, "What the fuck is going on?" Uh, 4DX for people who don't know is like this cinema thing where like the seat moves and they like spray water when there's like water jets and there's like a fan above you that blows cold air when you're like flying flying through the sky or like um, well, the seat so punches you in the back. You know all these other things. Uh, so to we. We use 4DX for it was the first time I went to see a movie in 4DX was the the first new Star Wars movie so oh, yeah. whatever uh, it was called Force um, Awakens Force Awakens yeah and that was insane in 4DX oh yeah we then I think we saw um, what's that movie where it's it's just two soldiers traveling for the entire movie and it's one long Dun- shot it's, it's like three Kirk? long shots Dunkirk no it's it's called like 1940 or something oh, or I, 19- oh yeah it was it's that film where it's made to all look at what as like one shot. Yeah, that is not a movie to watch in 4DX. Yeah, <laughs> the whole movie imagine. is just you bouncing up and down in like a walking motion. Oh my god! <laughs> I got to the end of it, I was like, I feel a bit sick. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't that fun, but uh, but no, I'm glad you saw it. I can't really imagine what uh, that movie would be like in 4DX because it wasn't particularly like cinematic. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just a lot of like flying around and just like you know, there's a lot of like high intense action scenes and it's just like flashes and weird jets. I really didn't like it when it shot. Uh, like cold air right down the back of my neck um that was not so fun uh but the rest of it was at least like entertaining just being like, would i do it again hmm, probably not but i mean like just as a weird novelty being like i guess i'm gonna go to the cinema why not um it was quite fun uh but yeah the film was enjoyable i quite enjoyed it i think it's very much like a dumb action film you know you go it's like okay good description it's a very good plain film yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I watched it. Like this, this would be really good for a long flight. Yeah, like a flight film, or like you know, like a yeah. time you're just passing time as a film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, um, yeah, I've just been playing uh, my usual games, uh, and oh, I've just, I've been playing um, I don't know, a little bit of shout out to uh, Beatstar on a mobile that came out recently and i've been playing through uh, that the uh the game from what's the name of the company space ape, space ape? yeah, yeah we both, so, i think we both know what we're playing that yeah yeah, yeah. but it's, a, it's just a really nice rhythm game like the core experience is really good and the like actual sound like as in like the the song library is really good uh it just has the problem of having the weird like free to play like oh you can't play when all of your song yeah. cases are full which is really frustrating but i can understand why 
um but it doesn't make a very nice experience but apart from that i mean everything else about the game is like pretty phenomenal so um yeah crazy good like the you know the hap even the haptic feedback and everything on the and also isn't it like the, the little the little foot foot things yeah. when, whenever you, it's good and i had to change the um uh the input timing oh yeah it, that. Slightly, it is slightly off it's off by like 20 like 0.2 milliseconds yeah it's off and as soon as i changed it, i was getting perfect in every song that's what i was gonna say so like um it's really nice that they have that syncing audio thing for like bluetooth headphones because they were like oh you know i know they were like oh uh, it says like i noticed that you're using a bluetooth headset and that normally has delay so would you like to try and sync the audio and i'm a huge nerd for that um which was great uh except for the fact that now whenever i don't get perfect pluses also, the concept of a perfect plus is really stupid. But um, you know, the fact that I don't get perfect pluses, I'm like, oh no, is that because I'm bad, or is that because the delay is slightly off? So I guess it gives me a bit of a crutch to like lean on. But yeah. Anyway, what have you been watching and what you've been playing, Clark? Well, I've had a pretty busy week. So um, the main one is that I tried out the new Annapurna game, which is called The Artful Escape. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's easily become one of my most like loved games of all time. Wow. Like it it, it is just phenomenal. High price. It's, it's it's short, simple, easy, but mind blowing. Um the the story is really close to my heart. Like it actually speaks to me. Um it's not this exact story, but as someone that has been in the top end of the games industry and then kind of like petered down to a to a less visible role. Yeah. The story speaks to that and it, it was quite personal, so I quite enjoyed that part of it. The music's lovely. The, the the levels are really simple. Like, like the actual gameplay part of it is not complex at all. It's very easy. It's like two buttons, uh, and then occasionally there's like a button sequence that you have to memorize. Is it like um, a rhythm game? Yeah, sort of. Um, it's it's like a, a walking simulator, if anything. It, you you've got to play it. Like it's on the Game Pass. Absolutely, give it a try. Like you will not regret playing this game. Just just don't look up, up anything about it. Just go through okay. it and enjoy it. Yeah, I will try and go through it blind. I've been since you messaged me about it the other day. I was I was planning to go through it yesterday, but I got sidetracked by something else. But um, I'll try and find the time to go through it because if you're saying it's one of your favorite games, then yeah. of all time, oh, it's, yeah. it's up it's up there. I never thought I'd ever say this, but it's it's like Journey and Parappa the Rapper had a baby. Oh wow, okay. Like those are two games that I would never combine, but this game does it perfectly, and it, it's. It's honestly one of the best games I've ever played. I, I loved it. No, and just... this this year, like I've been really spoiled for joys because I've had that and Death's Door. Oh yeah, and another game which I've given massive praise to. So, that, I mean, that that's been one of the games I've been playing. Sorry, I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, no, no. I was just saying. Now I can imagine. Um, what's it? Parappa the Rapper just going down like one of the journey like sand dunes. That's, that's exactly what it is. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly what it is. All right. Well, now you, like, you, you'll see so. when you play it. Like, 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 I mean, you'll be surprised at how close you are. So, okay, um, the okay. other thing is, I've been sort of going through the Xbox Game Pass and, and playing out different games. Um, so, one that I picked up was Sunset Overdrive. That is fun. That yeah. is a really fun game. You can tell that game was just designed by people who are just like, let's just have fun. Like, who fucking yeah, just, cares? Just, like, just fuck know? it. Let's fuck around and have, yeah, have a good time. Exactly. Um, right. I keep describing it as like it feels like the early tech demo for Spider-Man, which yeah. it absolutely is because it's by Insomniac. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Like this is clearly the one that made Insomniac go. We could probably do a Spider-Man game because it, yeah. it, it is just testing all the mechanics for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I was playing that. Um, God, what else did I play? I've played so many games this week, and and I've also been watching that uh, TV show Humans. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this at all. Is that the one that was on Channel 4? 
Yes. I've been watching it on Channel 4 until I discovered it's on Netflix. And the problem is, if you're watching stuff on the Channel 4 thing, there's adverts every five yeah, minutes. Yeah, I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale on Channel 4 it's, and I've had the ads. It's horrible. The Handmaid's Tale also is on Netflix, I think. I think it's on Amazon Prime as well. Uh, maybe Amazon Prime then. It's, yeah. it's on one of the two, I know, because it keeps getting featured to me, so it's on one of them. I should just watch it on that, but, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. Having the ads has given me time to be like, oh, well, I guess I'll just open up my phone and yeah, uh, go it. play go play some video games, you know? Nope. Play, play a round of BeatStar, nope. play some Merge Mansion, you know? Like... Nope, nope, nope. You're never going to sell ads to me. I hate ads. Okay, okay. Um... So yeah, I've been watching that. God, what else have I been playing? I, I downloaded all of the, so I bought all the DLC for Tekken, Tekken Seven. So oh. I've all the characters for that, which is kind of cool. Have you been playing online? Like, how, what is your experience with Tekken Seven? I played a little very, bit. Very little so far. I played okay. the bowling game, and that's it. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, played a little bit more of the Ascent. I'm waiting to actually catch up with some friends. I've been playing some Heroes of the Storm. Um, I've also spent some time in Brighton. I went to Alton Towers last week, which is why I was out last week, which is absolutely fantastic, by the way. Awesome. Uh, really good vacation. Very good holiday. And we went on this ride called the Smiler. And uh, oh, so the yeah. Smiler is the one that had the accident where the woman got her legs crushed, sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had obviously had that when we were going into it. And, and I love roller coasters, and I've never really been on one that's really tested me. This one pushed me way past my limit. Oh, like, wait, really? Like, it was just way uncomfortable? Or... I was... I know, I, I really enjoyed it, but I was terrified. Oh, Jesus. Which which gave us this alternate feeling, because then we went on to do... Sorry, no, the day before, sorry, we did Air, which is now called Galactica. Oh. Is that the and one I where remember, your feet are, like, dangling? It's the one where you're lying down, and your oh. feet are at the back end, and you're kind of, like, flying like Superman position. Um, and I remember I went on that like maybe 15 years or so ago and it was really comfortable and really smooth and really enjoyable. I went on that this time and I did not feel safe at, at all. I oh, felt God. like I was going to fall out. I actually felt like I was going to die on that ride. Oh, no. And I'm, a, I'm quite a logical person, like quite a sensible person. I know that these rides are safe, but I did not feel safe on that. And I wasn't scared because the ride felt scary. I was scared because the ride felt dangerous. Like, oh, So that's scared me. But, but yeah, I did Alton Towers. We, we stayed in the... Splash Landings Hotel. We went to the water park, which was fantastic. Um, they did a really good job of entertaining us, but there was this, like, one little sidetrack here. There was this running theme throughout the entire holiday of we've run out of this. So every time we went to ask for something, like a coffee, some water, um, a they sandwich. They ran out of water in a water park. Yes, they ran out of everything. Like, And this is a premium hotel service where, where we paid for the hotel, everything was catered for and stuff. They just didn't have anything. And the one time we ordered something... I ordered some chicken wings. 20 minutes after we ordered it, the, the manager comes up and he's like, we don't actually sell chicken wings. And I was like... What? So, so, so I said, okay, we'll just refund them. And he was like, I don't know how to do a refund. I was like... What? Oh, my God. What do you mean? <laughs> this was the manager as well. And I didn't ask to speak to the manager. He, he was just the one that came over. Oh, my God. Wow, I, oh, but, but it was a whole thing. But, but, but anyway, the, the experience itself was fantastic. Alton Towers is a lovely place to go. Yeah. Uh, the, the rides are great. Like, we, we did... Um, Hex, which is hilarious and very stupid, uh, and then we did this new other roller coaster called um, Thirteen, yeah. which was kind of cool. Uh, it goes backwards and stuff, and it, that that was kind of fun. It was just a lovely event, so we did that, um, and then we went to a a queer art festival. There you go. Oh, um, and I bought a plate with a load of willies on it, so that was very fun. nice, fantastic. <laughs> uh and that's pretty much been it like i mean i've done so many random things throughout the last two weeks like it's just been quite a busy two weeks i also yeah. got um tropical freeze on my switch as well because i managed to get a super cheap version of it yeah i remember um, 
Yeah. And it's not great. Like I'm not liking oh, it. Dear. So. Oh no. Yeah. But I mean, it's fine. It's okay. We can have yeah. one down on the week. Yeah. It's um, like, I guess you know I haven't been playing that many games. I just remembered I played Tetris Effect. Um. What's oh, up? I've been playing yeah. that so much. Yeah, it's, it's been really fun. But yeah, we never did play it together, Ollie. No, no, no. it's okay. We will eventually. Uh, I also I just got addicted to indoor climbing over the week over the well, last. That's two a weeks. good thing to get addicted to. Yeah, it is. That's what everyone yeah. has said every time I've said that. They've just been like, oh, that's, you know, that's not a bad addiction. But yeah, I got a membership uh, to the centers, and I've been going like basically every other day. Um, you, man. It's a lot, yeah, it's good. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's like real life video games. Uh, it's like real life level <laughs> design, real life platforming. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get on to the agenda topics. Oh, we have coming up first the PlayStation Showcase, where they either announced new things or went over stuff that we were aware of or kind of gave us like confirmations of leaks that have taken place. And there was a. Did, did you get a chance to watch the showcase? Uh, I read the highlights, so I saw like what they announced and stuff like that. To be honest, the only one that really kind of stood out to me was um, Thor Ragnarok. Not Th- not Thor Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok. So that's not what it's called. <laughs> yeah, like what? Well, I know. I know movie Thor, from nine years it? ago. Yeah, that that. I mean, that movie was really good, but um, yeah, yeah, God of War Ragnarok. I know they did some other announcements, like they showed they like officially announced that Horizon Forbidden West is getting delayed, um, and yeah, some other like in- ancillary games, but like nothing really yeah. caught my I mean- eye. Well, well, let's let's go down the announcement list, and we'll do a brief a bit about each of them. So the first one was Gran Turismo Seven. Eh, don't yeah. really care. Eh. Do you? No, not really. We've got Forza Six, uh, Forza Five coming, so who cares about GT? Uh, there was God of War Ragnarok, which you spoke about. It was nice to see the big fat Thor. Like, oh, I say big fat, like the the average body type Thor. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, happy to see that. Like, obviously, it looks stunning. I still haven't played the original. Really have to go and play that because I do own it. I just haven't played it. Same as I haven't finished Uncharted Four yet. Um, when speaking of Uncharted Four, that's coming out on PC and PS Five. Yeah, that's cool. That's com- yeah, that's cool. That's coming out on PC. I-, I imagine if it has the multiplayer, I could imagine people quite enjoying going back and playing yeah. the multiplayer the, again on PC on PC. That's because the so, multiplayer in that game is really fun. Oh yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. So like it'll be really interesting to see. And I, I sure I'm sure like a lot of YouTubers will pick it up and like go yeah. through that game and play it. So yeah. Well like, I I did I did find one thing odd about that though in that they're not releasing it with one two and three. Which is which is really odd. Like it's coming to PC but only four. Yeah. That's. I mean, I'd, it seems like a missed opportunity, but um, a very, very big missed opportunity. It's very weird. Like, it's. I, I didn't get that one, but whatever. Um. So then there was. What else was there? Was Chia, which was the inspired by New Caledonia, or based on New Caledonia. They kept saying that. I don't quite know what that. No meant. idea what that is. Uh, that's the kind of. It looks a little bit Zelda esque, uh, and it's the one where the kids can jump into animals and like go around the island and explore the island as different animals. Okay. Look kind of cool. Every other person I'm listening to on podcasts and reviews and stuff is saying it looks like a new Zelda. It doesn't look anything like a new Zelda. Like it's just, it looks like a small sandbox game where you kind of travel around a little tropical island, jump into animals and solve puzzles, and that that's it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing really special about it. Yeah, um, it looks fine. It looks fine. Like good for that game. Um, so there was that one. There was Deathloop, which came out today. Yeah, so I've been I've had my eye on that because I know initially when we saw Deathloop at E3 a while ago, I was a bit like, eh, I don't get it. But now reading the reviews and kind of watching the trailers again, it seems like they've shifted their marketing to be more like action oriented rather than just like here's Dishonored with a skin. So um, 
I mean, I'm I'm interested, and I might pick it up and play it actually, because uh, I kind of do want to play a shooter as well. So, uh, and I've never played an arcane game actually, surprisingly. So, um, so I know a couple of people that have been playing it today. It's getting very high praise. Yeah, yeah, like, very very high praise. So I, I would say it's probably going to be worth it. It, it. it sounds like people are really enjoying it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, so yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um. There was Blood Hunt, which was the kind of the battle royale style game, but with vampires. Yeah, the it's the mask vampires a masquerade uh, franchise, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Which I know some people really love, so um, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it looked yeah. kind of cool. Like the the video for it looked really interesting. Like it looked very engaging, very interesting, very kind of deep. So yes, I guess I'm gonna be interested in that. It's gonna be free as well, so why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, but it's only gonna be PlayStation to start with, so can't touch it until i get a ps5 which i won't do of course um then there was the guardians of the galaxy game which was kind of cool um don't really have much to say about that one <laughs> i don't know if you if you yeah, saw much of the, guardians of the galaxy game Nah, i like honestly i'm not gonna lie to you like most of the marvel games like i know like people really liked uh the spider-man game on ps4 but i never played it but also i, I don't think they're really my kind of my cup of tea so like um yeah I know, I, so like you know, I know. That I, I mean, we'll get into the announcement because I can see it at the end of the most. But um, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Uh, so then there was Ghostwire Tokyo, which looks sick. Like this looks amazing. This game does. Mm. Have you seen much about it? Uh, I remember the E3 ages ago and being like, "What is this game?" And then like now, it seems like they've kind of found their footing of being like this weird like first person shooter, but like magic based or like you know like sort of like ethereal ghosts based shooter so seems kind of cool um like at least it's different i think that's the thing uh I, I think i'd have to actually play it to see uh visually it looks really cool but yeah um in terms of like actual gameplay checking it out is it like louis is it just going to be like luigi's mansion for adults <laughs> luigi's mansion was for adults how dare you that's uh, you know game. what you're not wrong you're not wrong. that's that's <laughs> um it 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 doesn't look as kind of spooky and scary as I thought it was going to be. It looks a bit more action oriented, but yeah. I'm I'm still interested to see what it is. Like, it could be good. Yeah. Speaking of uh, spooky and scary, but also kind of action oriented, uh, Alan Wake remastered. Yeah, that looked all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For people who are into Alan Wake, I'm sure it'll be really good though. But yeah, I mean that is literally Luigi's Mansion. But. It is, but I don't think that looked at all like a remaster. It didn't even look like it had been remastered. Oh, oh no! Um, I mean, how old is Alan Wake One? God, it's like ten years, fifteen years, oh, 15, 15, ten, maybe fifty. I've lost all track of time. I don't even know what the year is anymore. Because I remember downloading trailers for that game. Actually, I probably have the trailer for that game on this old laptop right now, um, and being like, "Whoa, that looks crazy!" Like the graphics and everything. Uh, but yeah, I guess so. Then, if it's like ten, fifteen years old, I can see them why they would want to remaster it. But it didn't look like a remaster. Is the problem? That, yeah. That's the that's the point I'm trying to make. Is that it? It didn't look like a remaster. Well, it's kind of like the Life is Strange one remaster, right? Where it's just kind of like looks pretty similar, like maybe a little bit sharper. But yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, it could be good. It could be not good. We don't know. I guess yeah. wait and see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was the Alan Wake one. Not too excited about it. But I, I the, the the so Alan Wake to me was the game that I couldn't finish because it was too scary. Ah. Uh, it scared the shit out of me. Like it, it really tripped me up. So I stopped playing that one. Um. 
but hopefully people are going to enjoy it, so we'll see. Uh, and then there was Forspoken, which was the Square Enix game where the woman comes through from the modern world through a portal into like a magical world. Did you see that? Forspoken? Yeah. Was that the one with like the voiceover of being like, whoa, I'm... I can do that kind of thing, you know, like, yeah, that one. Yeah, where yeah. she has the like the bracelet kind of thing. That's exactly the one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. So that looked cool. I don't know if you had any thoughts about that one at all. I mean, visually, it looked cool, and I guess the idea of kind of like normal person getting transported into another world is very anime, very uh, isekai. But yeah, it's the story that we all grew up with, isn't it? Like in every book you read, that was the story. Someone, it was even a, a movie plot. Um, a kid in King Arthur's Court. If yeah. you ever saw that movie, yeah, it just it terrible. It, it just reminds me of yeah, like very much like teen dramas, like teen yeah. books kind of thing. That's the vibe I was getting a lot from it. So the, the um, only the only downside I had with it though is it looked a little bit like a tech demo because it looked really yeah. bland and sparse in places. Like there was nothing happening in the background. Yeah, there was another game that yeah. got shown off recently that just looked. It just looked like a multiplayer tech demo, and like I forget what it was. I'll try and find it. But one, yeah. One. <laughs> Adam? Not the Pokemon one, the project, uh, no, not project. I, no, um, that, doesn't, that doesn't look like a tech demo. That just looks bad. It just looks really bad, doesn't it? Like I, I really <laughs> hope that game is bad, bad as well. But yeah, um, but yeah I, I'm excited for for Spoken. I'm a Square Enix fan, although they've had some blunders recently, mm. particularly looking at things like Balan Wonderworld and and those oh, games. God. Like they've not been. And I thought Final Fantasy 15 was boring as well. I thought it was trash. Uh, which is the road trip like four princes game or well, one prince and his guardians game yeah you know you know the one where they're yeah, yeah, traveling it's a really boring game hey you got knocked um, in tekken now though i do have knocked in tekken and he, i was just playing him in tekken today and he is really good in that game yeah like i like him he's got a lot of reach like it's, he it's a fun he, character he, to play. Th- he throws a great sword at you and it's pretty he cool. does and then he teleports yeah all over rad. the place it's pretty rad uh so next up was tiny tina's wonderland which i'm really oh, yeah. hyped for this this looks good. That. that looked cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. I. I mean that. That looks like nice, fun board like Borderlands, but with more of like a melee yeah. like uh thingy focus, like D and D focus. I think that's really. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. A bit nerdier. Yeah, it's a good idea because I know they did a DLC back in the day for like you transported in. You were transported into Tiny Tina's like D and D thing, and I think that was really popular. So I guess it makes sense why. It's clearly where this has come from, like yeah, yeah. And sure. and when when you actually watch the trailer, you can see exactly what they're doing it for. Like it's going to be a cosmetic fest. Oh, like yeah. there's going to be so many cosmetics in this game to purchase. You can see, you can see they built it on that. Like there was like unicorn mounts and stuff flying around, and all with different hats on and stuff. It was it was insane. Excellent. Um, but I'm excited for it. And then there was Project Eve, um, which was very anime. Like, if that's the word yeah, it looked, it looked like a like a platinum game. It looked a bit like a bay. I actually thought it was like a bayonetta spin-off at first or yeah, like who's a it being made from... by? uh good question actually i don't know let me have a look project eve do my usual is it actually by platinum uh it is doesn't actually tell me who it's developed by oh oh that's a letdown anyway yeah hmm Oh, anyway, Shift Up Corporation, it's called. No idea who they are. No, yeah, me neither. But they look like a combination of like Bayonetta mixed with Nia. Yeah, those that's, two games. Yeah. That was it. That that that's. I thought it was going to be like by the people who made Nia. I forgot. What yeah, it was. yeah. Which is um, 
Oh god, my brain is not yeah, working I've today. Yeah, I've forgotten the name of the studio completely. Nia Automata is developed by <laughs> Platinum. Oh, it's actually Platinum. Well, I was thinking it was Platinum. Uh, then, you, then you threw me off there, and I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's all right. Platinum. I'm just gonna just gonna cut that out. Uh, just gonna cut out that brain fart." Yes, we knew it was Platinum all along, listeners. <laughs> it uh, was Platinum yeah. all along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> An old reference well not an old reference a new reference so we fact. got um, uh, swoco tour yeah this is a big one for me did you yeah. play did you play it when it was uh, no first out? but i have friends who speak extremely highly about that game so, such a good star wars game it yeah. was janky as hell but it was such a good star wars game yeah yeah um, it's, it's the one that we've all wanted again like we've wanted more in that world because it just it was like the skyrim for star wars fans is what oh yeah basically yeah right. so it's i mean i'm hyped for that i can't wait for that like i'm looking forward to seeing that coming out um and then there was spider-man 2 yeah can't so, really say much about it well, it was like it looks I, like it's gonna be co-op yeah because it has miles morales and um uh peter parker in it right and peter parker in this yeah at the same time which i think is cool for people who really because i know people really liked the first spider-man the PS4 Spider-Man it's game, great. right? Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. So good for them. And also, I heard the Miles Morales. That was PS5. That, that was a launch PS5 thing, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I guess people, if people enjoyed that as well, then super hyped for Spider-Man 2. Uh, and yeah, and then following on from that, they announced Wolverine, right? Which is cool. It looked good. I mean, yeah. we didn't see anything about it. It was just Wolverine sitting in a bar, activating his fists. Yeah, but I guess. And that, that was by Insomniac. Ooh. So an Insomniac Wolverine game could be very, very interesting because they're very good at these games. Yes, they've definitely got their, like, uh, formula, right? And I guess they've shown that they can do do well with the Marvel formula, right? With the Marvel franchise. And everyone loves Wolverine as well, so... Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so so that was the PlayStation Showcase. Uh, The only other point I wanted to make about it was right at the start, there was this weird chess marketing video thing. It was just so crap. Like, did, did you see it? <laughs> no, sadly not. Oh, I, I got like a minute into it. I was like, what the hell is this game? Like, there's Nathan Drake, there's uh, Aloy, and I was like, oh, it's a promotional video for Sony. And ah. it was just a bunch of like edgy teenage millennials playing a game of chess while running around a city, like dodging the bad guys. I mean, that kind of it... sounds like right up my alley. But I'll have to check it out and oh. see. But it was so weirdly targeted. It was like assuming that we're all—that's how we play video games. Like we're all dressed in like really cool clothing, like diving down the side of buildings and stuff. And it's like, nah, we're all sitting on our sofas eating Netflix, eating Netflix, eating, eating Netflix um, and Ben and Jerry's is what I was trying to say. Eating Netflix and watching Ben eating and Jerry's. Netflix. I mean, go, that, that's how I live. I just eat my Netflix. Um, <laughs> Sounds see, like cereal. There you go. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Oh, that is, uh, it's actually a flavor of Ben and Jerry's as well. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a flavor. Um, ben, we're off base here. Um, so <laughs> I played New World, the open beta. Yeah. How was it? Really good. Yeah. Like, yeah, really, really good. It's a, it's an MMO that feels like it's doing something a bit different, a bit new. Yeah. It um, seemed like it was quite different in terms of like when I watched the gameplay and stuff. But um, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, so I pre ordered it because it was it's 30 oh, wow. quid. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's no subscription, but I, I can already see where the monetization is going to come from. Yep. Um, so it looks to me like so there's the fast travel in it is really restrictive. Uh, you earn a lot of the currency for the fast travel as you play like the side quests and stuff. But as you get nearer the end of the beta, that amount of currency starts to dwindle only very mm. slightly. 
and at the end of the the the, the beta, you've only just started the game, really. And if it's starting to dwindle there, that's pretty much how paid currency works. Like, yeah. it gets more and more scarce, but you have to keep spending it because there's a cap on uh, on how much you can hold. So it's getting you used to spending it and getting reliant on it. And I feel, I feel, I don't know if this is true, and I apologize if this isn't going to happen, but it probably will. Um, a couple of months after the game launches, they're going to start selling paid currency packages where you can buy this stuff. It's called Azov. And it's also used to power up your weapons, power up your crafting. So you can craft and get like rare crafts when you do it. But the adding Azov will give you like better chances of getting the rare versions of the weapons. Yeah, it sounds like a hard currency. It does. Uh, and as people that have worked in the mobile games industry, we can spot this stuff a mile off. Yeah. I've tried to make a post um, on the New World forums explaining this. Got absolutely lambasted and stabbed in the face. Like pe people hate to know that this is what's coming. And I was just like... This is probably going to happen. Just Heads be up. wary, and but you know, we'll see. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen much about open world? Uh, uh, open uh, new, new world. world sorry, um, new world. I remember seeing stuff about it a long time ago. So I haven't seen what it looks like currently, but um, I remember hearing people being like, "Yeah, it's good. It's like the combat's actually quite fun. Like actually different from most MMOs, uh, which was the thing that kind of appealed to me. I haven't had a chance to sit down and play it, but." Um, yeah i feel, I feel like you're probably more you know you're in that sphere of mmos and you're like wow final fantasy uh guild wars 2 right so yeah yeah, yeah. does it, do, how do you think it ranks up in comparison to them uh i mean final fantasy is obviously highly established and has been around for a long time it's got a massive player base and it's humongous that game is so i don't think it really stacks up to final fantasy yeah um i think it tickles well like Ooh. It's got, especially with all the stuff that's happened with WoW, uh, with Blizzard recently. That's true. Blizzard yeah. is in a vulnerable position right now where, where its audience are ready to find something else. And this, I'm not going to say it's a WoW killer because they never are, but this has potential to be a WoW stabber. Yeah. Right? I think <laughs> a WoW stabber, we'll call it. That there can be go, what yeah, we'll a WoW stabber. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel about this one. Like Again, I'll never call anything a WoW killer because nothing does. Like That game is the infinite yeah um but yeah so i'm I'm interested for it. it comes out at the end of the month it comes out on the, i think the 23rd uh and i'm probably going to be putting a good couple of hundred hours into that game like, cool. i really enjoyed it. it it's it's just got it's got that like solo multiplayer experience that i like where you can be soloing but people are multiplaying around you but you can oh, be really yeah. enjoying your little solo side of things like chopping down trees and picking flowers and stuff and doing all your stabby stabby because the combat's active. It's not... Yeah, um... that's the thing that, yeah, appealed to me. That it's yeah, so like you, if you hold your shield up, you can actually block and all that, yeah, that kind of stuff. It's Which which was fun. Like The combat is interesting. And there's no classes in the game. Instead, you equip weapons which change your class very similar to how Final Fantasy does it. Yeah. But you can change your weapons at any time, even mid-combat. So oh, like, that's you can cool. Switch but you're limited by your um your stat selection so you can pile all your stats into like damage dealing and then switch to a healing uh staff and still heal but not very well at all that's interesting like, i mean you I quite like that it, idea it's cool that. it's so, cool it's more designed on you being self-sufficient i think so the so theoretically you could is it like capped so you only get like 100 stat points but there's like three different yes. yeah, okay yeah okay I, I, absolutely otherwise so, that would be broken so yeah exactly yeah so you can't just have like a hundred and everything you have like a theoretical cap and then you know and that's why you're i guess that's why you would special specialize into something you have to specialize into one thing like it's the same as any any like any rpg or mmo you have to pick a specialization 
but yeah, that's, that's how the choice works and then you pay to respec like you pay in game currency to respec see is, this is why you know, i have the dream of uh you design a game where you can you can you don't have to specialize you can be versatile but you being versatile still has some kind of benefit or advantage but i guess that doesn't really make sense in most of these games there was a game that did this perfectly well and it was Final Fantasy XI and you ah. could be a red mage. So a red mage can be a very effective healer, a very effective damage dealer. And in that game, you also had like party power-ups. So yeah. you, you had a, a class that would be like buffing everyone. Uh, and red mage filled all of those roles. Not perfectly, but perfectly adequately. But could so if you be versatile, out to... right? Yeah. yeah, you could be versatile. So you can be a healer, but you can also do some damage and you can keep your party sorted and you can be like a maintenance person. I really like the idea um, of that. But then, but they know. were also the most powerful solo class in the game. So yeah. one of the things that the Red Mage could do over all the other classes was solo the gods. And the gods are Ooh. like 30 minute to one hour fights with a group of 18 people. So you imagine how long that takes when you do it on your own. And the way that you used to do it is you would sub ninja, which had these shadows, and you had to rotate the shadows. So um, you have three shadows per cast, and you can cast the spell twice in a 30-second period. So you have to stack the shadows over the top of each other and keep counting them. And each shadow takes one hit. So you take a hit, and then the That's shadow just takes cool. a hit away. Yeah. So you, you would combine that with all your red mage spells like Phalanx and, and Refresh. And you have these bar elemental spells, and you'd fight the elemental gods. So you have, like, Ifrit and Shiva and stuff. So if you fight an Ifrit, you'd, you'd use bar fire, uh, put like anti-magic shields up and stuff, and you have to keep rotating these spells. It, it took like five minutes to go through the full spell rotation every time, by which point they're starting to wear off, so you have to start casting them again. In, and in between doing that, you're also putting these shadows up. And I used to charge people, well, sorry, I used to charge people like 250,000 gil to go and solo a god for them. They would then earn the ability to summon that god, and I get a chunk of cash. And it would oh, take man. about an hour of my day to solo it. And I mean, it was always a real spectacle to watch a red mage do it because you're just sitting there like on edge the entire time. Because if you fuck up once, you're dead. I mean, that sounds. I mean, yeah, that's like the dream, right? Of being like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm the. That's like the I am the anime protagonist moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly that. But you just <laughs> it takes because the only way you can kill these gods is by using bio and poison. Yeah, which means you just have to really slowly whittle like, them down. Is that like, like you're always hitting them with time. your weapon? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're always hitting them with your weapon and doing small amounts of damage because Red Mage, even with Cap Sword, didn't do that much damage with melee. Yeah. Um, so you're you're doing a little bit of damage there and occasionally using a weapon skill to take a bit of health off. Um, but your main amount of damage was coming from your bio and poison stacks, which just took ages to take effect. Oh, man. But it's because everything in that game could be affected by bio. So yeah. there was no like boss blocker, which is fine. But anyway, we're way off the topic here. But that, that was my experience of Final yeah. Fantasy. Right, um, cool. So that was New World recommendation from me. I think you might like it as well. Um, yeah, I might give it, it a, a good give game. It a look. So moving on to the Fortnite cubed event. So I saw the story trailer they dropped for this, and I so when I played Fortnite, I think I stopped playing when the cube like just like at the end of the cube saga i think or like near the end of the cube saga so it's interesting now when i was watching that story trailer to be like oh shit that thing i remember that thing you i don't know? remember the cube saga because i never played at that time i don't know what the cube saga is yeah so what, basically what so basically they added like basically just like added this is when the world events were like getting really big in in fortnite so they just added this random massive purple cube into the map that moved over time and people were like tracking the movements of the cube and also every time it moved over like it flipped over a side if anyone was underneath it they just died also <laughs> i think if you shot the cube it like hurt you 
so like people would do stupid things like stand in front of the cube and then like you would miss and then they'd like shoot shoot you and then they tried to shoot you and then shoot the cube and then die and then um also you could if you touch at, at one point i think if you touch the cube it like made you like bounce up really high so you could use that to like get around the map basically it was just really cool it was like really really awesome and also just people being like what the fuck is this thing you know in the middle of the map and then eventually you know it was sort of it made its way into the center of the map and then like basically just destroyed the entire map for the first time and that's when they did the big like redesign of like the map with like islands and stuff like that uh, which okay. is really cool. So now, I guess with this Fortnite event, what they're doing is they're bringing the cube back, but it's not just the cube, it's uh, a shit ton of cubes. So, yeah, all over the map. Yeah, yeah, which is going to be cool. And also, apparently, there seems to be some kind of friendly blue cube now. So um, that will also there's be loads cool. Of them. There's a blue, yellow, purple, there's oh, red, wow. there's okay. grey, there's loads of them. Loads yeah, of them. so I think, I don't know, I think people just really like cubes. Like, people just like really basic block cube colors you know, block oh, geometric colors yeah but yeah i don't know are you not are you are you looking at and you're like huh well no no i have no comment um cubes are great cubes <laughs> yay cubes Woo. you sound ecstatic about this new event as the person no, still playing fortnite i can't i can't say anything but there's something there like cubes are great this, uh, cubes, cubes. Yeah, what do you cubes. mean? What do you mean? There's something there. Is, Cube, something, is there something you know that you can't talk about? Yeah. Ah, okay. I understand now. Yeah, cubes <laughs> are cool. Yeah, cubes, cubes, cubes. Yeah. It's great. Cubes, yeah, cubes, cubes are awesome. great. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah, loves yeah. cubes. Yeah. So that would be fun. Um. Yeah. But the actual big thing is the lawsuit, right? The fact that uh, Apple got filed a permanent injunction, uh, yeah. saying something like, "Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's actually big." So, to me this is it's a double-edged sword isn't it because epic have technically lost because um epic had to pay millions to apple because they lost the lawsuit yeah but there is now a permanent injunction against apple to say uh, you can't have monopoly over your own store yeah so, so i'm like is it a win i think it is i think it, well it's a win in the long run for every for consumers that's for sure and now like and also for developers in general because now like uh apple are gonna have to reduce either like reduce their sort of cut or other people are going to just start introducing their own storefronts right you know for example the big thing is is like you know you think about like netflix and uh, all these streaming services that normally you have to pay through apple service they're gonna be like oh wait i'm just gonna redirect you to this web fr- the, the our web front yeah. that you use in your browser to pay for like netflix and you're gonna have to pay and you can pay like five pounds less uh, which is going to be nuts. So yeah, as everyone's going to flock into that now. Yeah, like. basically, right. So it, it really all the big services are probably just going to like switch over to their own personal things. And now, like, uh, I think there's the whole thing with Google is having this going to have the same thing. I think uh, also I've heard. Um, so yeah, I think that's a big change for like mobile games as well. Like you're going to start seeing a lot more companies introducing their own storefronts and stuff like that. Um, so. Uh, it will be interesting to see. It's a really interesting time to see what happens. Uh, I guess, like, for consumers, it's probably good because it means that they'll get, like, discounts on things, probably. Uh, but just for companies and devs in general, it's, like, a weird... It's going to be a very weird and turbulent time uh, coming up. So, uh, yeah. But super interesting. Not where I thought it was going to go. I thought the courts would have been like, eh, it's Apple's place. Apple can do what they want. Right? But, um, Cool very interesting we'll see where that goes 
Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So that's the Apple lawsuit. Like, it's it's a strange place. We're in a weird, weird world for gaming at the moment. But oh, spe- speaking of weird worlds, the Matrix exists within inside the Matrix. Is yeah. according to what am I saying? I've gone nuts. According to the trailer, the Matrix exists inside the Matrix. Yeah. There you go. Very odd trailer. Did you see the trailer? Yeah. So I watched the trailer. Um, I'm interested. It definitely looks like a different vibe from you know the '90s Matrix, which is fair enough. Um, but uh, it's a very modern take on it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly right. Like, I'm super interested. I'm obviously I'm a massive fan of the Matrix. The Matrix basically dictated a lot of my personality and culture for the longest part of my life. Did, did you so, have a leather duster? I I was not old enough to, but boy, did I always imagine I did. So <laughs> you really wanted one? Didn't you? Oh, come on, man! Like, okay, like when did Matrix One come out? Like 1998 or something, right? Yeah, 98, 97 98, or yeah. something. So I was four years old when that film came out. <laughs> I was like 15. <laughs> yeah, for context, I was four when the film came Actually, out. But I watched that film when I was like six or something, and I was like, this is the coolest film. Or like you know, when I was seven. It was 1999 when it came out. Yeah, so I would have been So five. I would have been... I was, I was born in 83. So you would have been 16 or 15. Yeah, I, would, I, was, I was exactly right on my age. Yeah. So there you go, right? So, but yeah, for me, same. like watching The Matrix and also watching it again as I grew up, like over and over again, like, it, yeah, basically dictated a lot of my, you know, it's probably partly why I'm into video games and, you know, like I'm a developer and things along those lines, like hacker culture and all these other things. Um, but yeah, like also just why I like really edgy shit because that film is edgy as hell. Um, but like, I love it. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where the sequel goes. I have a feeling it's not really going to be the same like as the original think Matrix. It's be terrible. Yeah, I mean... I think a lot of people have forgotten that the sequels were awful. I'm like, cautiously... Uh... Ob- well, here's the thing. I am a sequel apologist. I actually quite like the sequels of The Matrix. But even then, I'm still okay. like... I think okay. it's like quite a different vibe. I mean, we'll see. It'll be. Uh, I'm Obviously, I'm definitely going to go see it. Yeah, of um, course, we all are. Yeah. I'm going to go and see it. Like... Yeah, 100%. So... Yeah. Um, that's yeah. also going to be a movie for the cinema. I know this. Like... Cautiously optimistic. 4D, 4D though. Yeah, ab- absolutely 4D. <laughs> like this, this is going to be one I'm going to see in 12D if it exists at the time. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna plug into the Matrix to watch. The yeah, film. well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they just plug us in. Like, maybe yeah, we're yeah, watching yeah, it now. Yeah. We could be in the movie right now. We don't even know. This could be it. I mean, yeah. We'll I wake mean, up I, and it'll I... just be just before the pandemic, and we'll be like, oh. No. I mean, I already <laughs> took my red pill. I don't know about you, Clark. You know. I got. I already got offered it, and I already took the red pill. So I think paracetamol. It was oh white. yeah, yeah, the white pill. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but oh, yeah, boy. so that's Matrix Resurrection. I'm just conscious of time that we've been yes. talking for ages about the PlayStation stuff, and I'm excited about the Matrix Resurrection, but I'm also not optimistic that it's going to be good because the the sequels weren't great. And it, as much as you can apologize for them, I do understand there are people that love them. I just didn't really find them that impactful. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were okay. They were fine, but you know. Um, but one thing that popped up today, or last night, in fact, was the the boys. The next season is obviously on its way. So I missed uh, this. Well, yeah, it popped up in the middle of the night, so it's yeah. easy to miss it. I only spotted it because I was just going through the news articles of the week. Um, and it's quite cool. I would recommend watching it. It's like a Fox News special. So is this season? Is obviously this basically done... the announcement for season three? I think so. Yes, I okay. think that's what it is. Um, and it, it's it's introducing. Excuse me. It's introducing a new hero. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, it kind of recaps what happened. Um, it does a very Fox News thing where it like it claims half of the stuff that happened was fake news, and right, okay, like, yeah. it tries to be it tries to be very one sided. 
Uh, and it's, it, it almost irritates you to watch it, but it's really well done. And then they have uh, Homelander talking on it uh, oh, to course. sell the new streaming service, which is called Vault Plus, uh, <laughs> which is just brilliant. Like, it's it is so self-aware. Sounds and I like love, I, Yeah, I, I love how sassy it's being. And and that that show has always been like sassy and and middle fingering, corp- ironically because it is part of a massive corporation because it's you yep. know made by Amazon. It's Amazon, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to this. The same as I'm looking forward to Stranger Things season four as well. Yeah, uh, which is what the new Fortnite season is absolutely teasing. By the way, wait, really? They, they, yeah, they've added this thing called the sideways, and it is effectively just the upside down. Oh right. It's in these big like <laughs> blisters on the map, and you go inside it, and you're in the upside down. Oh, that's very and, cool. And they keep saying, like, you know, strange things are happening in, in the Fortnite map, and it's like, oh, stop saying it. We oh, know it's coming. Come on. Because obviously season four for Strange Things is on its way because we've seen the teaser trailer a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to season three of The Boys, season three? Yeah, Boys season three. Yeah, yeah. season three. I thought season two you, was I mean, really good, yeah. It, like, you saw the whole of season one and two, didn't you? Yeah, um, for the update, yeah. yeah. So it was it was great so i'm looking forward to that but that, that's cool i mean it's just a minor point that i pointed out and the other minor point was that the switch has now had a permanent price drop in europe yeah um that's cool. so in in europe it's gone down by 40 euros and in the uk it's gone down by 10 pounds okay which apparently equalizes like apparently that's the same worth now seriously I, it doesn't feel right because that seems like a huge difference. <laughs> it doesn't but... sound right at all. But, um, but either way, it's actually looks like a strange right. But yeah, well, that's good. It means that the game, you know, uh, the consoles can be more accessible, right? So more yeah, people it's, it's to prepare for the OLED, I think, because yeah. the OLED is now the permanent replacement for the Switch. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're just trying to clean out stock. I think they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Because um, it means an old console. It's like four and a half years old. <laughs> Four and a half years? Is four it, years, four and a half years. It should be longer than that, right? That's more like five, right? Oh, no. Wait, when did Breath of the Wild come out? Like, 2017? So the Switch came out in 2017. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, four years. Four years. Four years. Four yeah, and a half yeah. years. Four and a half years. Because it came out in March. Yeah, I remember. Because um, I remember... Yeah. I remember I, mean, I was one of those people who, who bought a Switch, and then, like, I bought it, and then immediately watched... There was a video that came out. It was, like, a Crow B cat video where it was showing people who were like their switches were just like so easily damaged and like problematic and i thought like, and stuff, yeah. yeah and i thought like oh my god i've made a terrible investment the switch is terrible it's gonna break and everything and then none of that stuff happened and i was like why was i super even worried console. so yeah it's, it's a superb console if it came out 10 years before it did <laughs> oh, i mean it's still a superb console even now i think it's great yeah, but it's made it's made of donkey spit and lies like it is it, it, it literally falls apart in your hands. It's made. It is made of Joy-Con drift. So yeah. you know, and really cheap plastic. Yeah. So I mean, but, it's doing its job for me at least. You know, as a sort of portable indie game and Smash Bros. machine. So yeah, you know, I can't. And soon to be a Nickelodeon fighting game machine. Oh, dude, I'm so hyped for that. They released actually. Maybe that's something we can talk about a little bit. But they released the gameplay breakdown trailer for it. I saw them. Um, oh, oh man, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. It's... They're doing it like relentlessly as well. Did you see the the character list leaked as well? No, no, I didn't. So I can take you through it. I've got the list in front yep, of me. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Um, so you've got Ablina from Our Real Monsters, okay. which is the tall, skinny, like black and white character, which I love from like traditional Our Real Monsters. Yeah. Cat Dog, which was one of the announcements. Yep. Danny Phantom, I have no idea who that is. Oh my from god, the show is Danny, Danny Phantom, Phantom actually in the game? Don't no. know who that is. Oh is it, uh, uh, do you know who that is? He. It was a very popular um, Nickelodeon show, but very popular with a uh, sort of like I don't know. It was like 
I don't know. I always saw him on like Tumblr all the time. Like people were really like into the show. Thing, yeah, people like really into that show. So all right, well, yeah, he's in. Uh, Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold. Oh yeah, very cool addition. That's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zim from Invader Zim, which I never yeah. watched, but I know who that is. Yeah, he was. I think he was already in the announcement. Him and Gur, right, were already in the yep. announcements. Yeah. Uh, so Lincoln and Lucy Loud from the Loud House. I don't know what that is. No idea what that is. Reptar from Rugrats, great yep. addition. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yep. Patrick. Patrick from SpongeBob and Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob. I'm so gonna make, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna be a Sandy Cheeks main. <laughs> well, at least that's the character I'm gonna play first, and then see. It's really gonna be dependent on like what how each character plays, but I don't know. I think Sandy's really cool. So. And so next up was Leonardo, Michelangelo, and April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, of course. Fine. Like I, I don't know why they're gonna put different variants of the turtles in there because what can you really do with four different turtles? Hey man, they got um, different weapons. They got different move sets. You know, it's like clone yeah, characters. You know. They can be shadow characters. Yeah, exactly. It's like Peach. It's um, like Echo Fighters. That's their Echo Fighters. <laughs> that's, that's what I was talking about, Echo Fighters. Uh, and then you've got Nigel Thornbury from the Wild Thornberrys. Obviously, yeah. he has to go in. Of course. It'd be a riot if he didn't get in I feel there. like There's... everyone is going to try and play that character. I don't... Just, just, it's it's going to be the meme character, the memes, Yeah, just for the memes. He, he's going to be the Waluigi of that game, I Yeah, think. basically, yeah. Uh, and then there's Ren and Stimpy from the show. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, yep. Um, Powdered Toastman, from, also from Ren and Stimpy. Um, Ang from Avatar. Oh Cora shit! From Avatar. Oh yep. shit! So they, they that those are the ones they haven't announced yet. So yeah, I mean, they're, if they're, they're actually in. So what actually happened was Nintendo put the um the the game up for sale on the eShop. Oh shit! Uh, but it had all the characters in the in the blurb. Woo! So yeah, it kind of leaked. Dude, if, wait, who are the Avatar characters? It's uh Ang and Cora. Cora. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's going to be really big then. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't pushed that more as marketing, or maybe that's going to be their launch material stuff. It's miles off. Yeah, like the game's nowhere near launch yet. <laughs> Wait, really? I thought it was yeah, launching. Kind of just... Is it? I thought it was next year. No. What? Wait. Oh, oh well, I'm, I might. I might be wrong then. Google, I'm, Google I'm it. I'm probably wrong. Google probably it. wrong. I'm, I'm googling it now. Uh, it's just such a long title. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. Release 2021. It just says 2021. Oh, okay. So I guess maybe like it's yeah. also on Xbox Q4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, that, that I mean, dude, the gameplay breakdown at game that game looks really good. They're but definitely appealing to like the Smash Bros. like uh, competitive scene as well. Um, so yeah I mean like you know obviously yeah at the end they made a big deal about wave dashing and stuff but I'm gonna be honest with you the real thing I'm hyped for and this says a lot is that there's a fucking button to hold down which like like, makes you stay in the same direction like they have a stray flock button I'm like oh my god this is gonna be so good which is like a weird nerdy thing to say actually available October 5th there There you you go go. boom one month yep okay I was wrong see see you Um, online see you on the rank ladder See you in bronze. You. <laughs> That's where I'll be. Oh, saying that. So here's something. I have been playing Overwatch, and yeah. I've been on a bit of a Symmetra kick in competitive. Yes. And I've now had about 45 games with Symmetra. I've had 45 wins with Symmetra. 100% win rate. I, yeah, I'm not losing with that character, and go. I'm racing up. Like, I've gone from, like, low bronze to high gold now. Like, yep. and I am racing up, and, and she is unstoppable. To the point where I'm feeling a little bit like she's broken. No, man, no. You just found, yeah, you, found so... you found you found the the flaw in the system. You got this. The meta, 
that you're, yep, you're defining the meta. That's it. You're defining <laughs> the meta right there. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing in, in Overwatch. I forgot about that because that's been one game that I've been like sneaking out at lunch to play. I say sneaking out. I'm working from home, but yeah, I mean, I've seen you playing on Discord. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, Overwatch. Oh. Well, the, I'm also so um, full disclosure without revealing anything. I'm doing a lot of deep dives at, at work at the moment. Yeah. That's um, so I, I'm actually tearing apart quite a few games. That's very cool. Um, I'm looking at like U UX and, and onboarding yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, that yeah, that's why you might be seeing me online during the day. But it's not that I'm actually enjoying no, it because no, it's no. really not fun to do no, of course. teardowns. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, so that, that's been the show this week. Um, I don't know if you've got any other burning issues or burning topics to bring up before we sign out. Uh, no, just uh, I guess thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you next week. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually lost the uh, information on how to talk because. I tabbed out of my Discord. There it is. Okay, I can now shut us down properly. So, this has been episode 47 of the Sunfire... I think I'm having a stroke. This has been episode 47 of the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from this week. This week, we've talked about uh, the PlayStation Showcase. We talked about the Epic and Fortnite lawsuit. The We talked a little bit about the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Uh, the boys uh, announcement I'm, I'm actually trying to tab between three different screens at the same time and talk about what we've read like this is really confusing um what else we've got new world matrix resurrection yeah you're um, just, you're just hacking into the matrix shop. right now i am yeah. or not glitching is what's happening yeah yeah um and now i've lost my blurb again it's really not going well is it um you can follow us on twitter and instagram at sunfire tavern and listen to us on soundcloud itunes spotify and google podcasts uh, we're also going to be opening up the Discord soon-ish once we get a logo sorted for the podcast, which we should be in the next few weeks, I hope. I'm actually doing some techie back-end stuff on the Discord right now to get that ready for public viewing. Uh, but if you want to drop us an email with any suggestions or questions or stuff you want us to read out on air, you can do, throw, do so through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a great week, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah, catch you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.